Welcome back to the Making the Madness College Basketball Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Jonathan Warner, uh, here to discuss what has been uh, a decent week of games. Uh, you know, depending on the night, there was some really great games. There were some not-so-great games. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, slates were kind of down. Uh, but Tuesday more than made up for it. Uh, and we got an exciting weekend of games coming in to this week. Uh, so that, or this weekend, should be a fun uh, weekend of college basketball ahead as we have a bunch of really entertaining games. Uh, but before we begin, uh, first wrapping up uh, some of the week games, I'll make the ask uh, please subscribe. Uh, rate and review the podcast. Uh, that is the best way to get the podcast out there. Uh, five stars would be great. Uh, if you do that, I will give you a shout out on the podcast. So uh, do give five stars. Uh, leave a review. Uh, and other than that, uh, I guess follow me on Twitter at Braggatologist3. And we'll get into the show here. Uh, so the first game that happened on Monday, West Virginia pretty much just start to finish controlled their game against Oklahoma State, 55-41. Uh, Miles McBride, uh, Oscar Shibwe played well. Uh, those two are really starting to look good for West Virginia, uh, playing really well. Uh, that's, that's good for, I guess, the Mountaineers, not only this year, but going forward. We'll see if Sheboy stays in school, but uh, they certainly look like a clear top four team in the Big 12. I'd say even top three. I'd say Kansas, Baylor, probably one and two, and then West Virginia is a close third behind those two teams. Uh, they'll have a fun game this weekend, but we'll get into that later. Moving on to Tuesday's game, uh, the game of the night, I think, was maybe Rutgers beating Penn State. Uh, Penn State led at the half, but Rutgers uh, really just kind of poured it on in the second half. It was a really, really close game, and then Rutgers just pulled away. Absolutely huge win for Steve Peichel. There was no Geo Baker in this game, uh, and still to come away with a win over a top 25 program. A program in Penn State that, yes, has you know also struggled in the Big Ten, but is doing really well this year. Uh, this this says a lot about Rutgers. I think this is a Rutgers team that not only should be expecting an NCAA tournament, I think at this point, if you're a Rutgers fan and you're not anticipating an NCAA tournament, uh, that's kind of on you for not having high enough expectations. Uh, you know, I threw out the bracketology stab of the day the other day. And Rutgers right now uh, doing really well. Three quadrant and one wins, which is more than Louisville, Virginia, and Auburn combined. Uh, if you threw Texas Tech in there, uh, it would be the same amount of quadrant one wins. Uh, so I guess you can throw in the Red Raiders. Anyway, just a really good performance from the Scarlet Knights without a starter. Uh, just to win that game is absolutely huge for the program. Uh, moving forward, uh, the other game I wanted to get into, Boston College took down Virginia. They won 60-53. to This is this is a bad loss for G Virginia. 
against the Virginia team that already, you know, was going to have issues getting into the NCAA tournament. Uh, those issues are beyond. Uh, that's this. This is a major issue for Virginia. They really can't score. Their two best scores uh, inside are Dikite and Huff. Kind of same position. You can guard them easily. Casey Morsell's asked to do probably too much. Uh, Braxton Key. He is what he is at this point. He's not going to really be a shooter. Uh, this this is a Virginia team that has trouble with floor spacing. Uh, and, you know, the defense hasn't been looking all that great recently. They played great against Virginia Tech. That's about it, though. Uh, there are major concerns for Virginia. And they were qualified in this game. Uh, and Derek Thornton uh, didn't play. Nick Popovich didn't play. Didn't matter. Boston College ekes out a win. As for Virginia, they right now do not have a Quadrant 1 win. That is a major, major issue for the Cavaliers. Uh, and if they really just don't, you know, reel off a bunch of wins in ACC play, uh, even if they do, they still might not get a single-digit seed. Uh, if they go, like, let's say 14-6 in league play, they're probably looking at eight or nine seed in conference play, uh, and even fourteen six, I think is very reasonable. Is still, you know, you got to win some tough games to do so, and thus far Virginia has not shown that ability. NCAA tournament, I still would say Virginia gets to the tournament, but there are major concerns, and they were shown in this game. We'll see if they pop up again. Uh, if Virginia loses another game like this Boston College game, we'll see all that what transpires through as the season. But you know, right now, if the season ended today and the selection KMA is going into the room and they're picking their NCAA tournament teams, uh, Virginia would not make it. Simply put. Uh, moving on, Maryland uh, beat Ohio State. Buckeyes got out to a good start, and Maryland just uh, really midway through the first half took control of the game. Uh, won kind of handily in the end. Good win for Maryland. I wasn't watching a whole lot of this, but uh, I was more interested in the Rutgers-Virginia game. Those were the two games I was kind of watching. But anyway, still a good win for Maryland. Uh, taking down Ohio State team that has now uh, lost 3 of 4. Kind of is struggling. Uh, they had that Minnesota game to go to number one in the polls. Uh, they lose that game. Now all of a sudden we're sitting here. They've lost three or four, and there are some you know concerns with Ohio State. Uh, the real concern is you know Caleb Wesson is wait he is he's really good big man, maybe a top five top ten big man in the sport. That's about it. I'd say probably top five big man in the sport, but. That's about it for Ohio State. There's, you know, Washington can hit some threes. Uh, Carton, C.J. Walker, they're, you know, average pieces. There's just, there's a lot of decent pieces, uh, but not a whole lot of great pieces. And that, that can be attributed to some of the struggles as of late. Moving on, a thriller. Uh, Providence beat Marquette 81-80. to uh, Good one for the Friars. They're now 3-0 in league play. 
will play Butler tonight in the dunk. Uh, if they win that game, uh, they'll be 4-0. And I think back in the NCAA tournament picture, uh, despite what was just a completely awful non-conference schedule. Uh, yeah, moving on. Villanova beat Creighton 64-59. to Creighton kind of had the lead throughout the first half. Uh, and Villanova just kind of kept being in the game. And made a second half run and stole the game. Big win for the Wildcats here. Uh, and, you know, moving forward, they... Definitely look like a team that can contend uh, and beat Butler and win the Big East. Although maybe Providence has something to say about that. Uh, the Friars, I guess, maybe win the Big East. I would say probably not. But anyway, good for Providence, good for Villanova to win this tough game. Uh, falling a loss to Marquette at home or on the road. So, uh Definitely something good there. Uh, two games where uh, teams, you know, really kind of shot themselves in the foot. Uh, Iowa lost to Nebraska, seventy-six to seventy. Iowa still is fine; they're still a tournament team, but uh, you can't lose to Nebraska. This this just a loss you cannot afford to take. Uh, they took it, and a tough loss there. As for Ole Miss, losing 57-47 to to Texas A&M, uh, that's, that's really just a, that's a bad loss. Uh, no way around that. I don't think Ole Miss is a tournament team or an NCAA tournament team, maybe an NIT team. Uh, so not really as big of a story, but still the, that's a loss that, you know, if they did make a run in SEC play, I don't think they will uh, and, you know, got into the bubble picture. The selection committee is going to go look back at that game and they're going to say, why did you lose to Texas A&M? And they're going to say, uh, you're not making the NCAA tournament. You get to go to the NIT. Uh, simple as that. Uh, the last game I wanted to touch on, Baylor beat Texas Tech 57-52. to Really good win for Baylor. Uh, their defense, once again, proving to be elite. Uh, and they made plays down the stretch, you know, when they need a basket, they made a basket. When Texas Tech had all the momentum in the world, they made a play. And this is a really good Baylor team. I don't know if they're good enough to go on the road beat Kansas, but they're still a really good basketball team. Uh, should be fun game this weekend when they play the Jayhawks. Uh, we'll see what they can do moving on to Wednesday's games. Uh, Georgetown just took care of St. John's, won 87-66. Uh, East Tennessee State uh, beat UNC Greensboro 64-57. to uh, That was on the road. There was a controversial block charge call. Actually, I, if we're being honest here, it wasn't even a foul. Uh, pretty clear flop. Uh, the ref spot it. Uh, UNC G, uh, if it's called a block, UNC G is going to the line to shoot two, and uh, take a one-point lead. Instead, uh, East Tennessee State gets the call. Uh, Wes Miller goes bananas, gets called for a technical foul, uh, and it went all downhill from there uh, for UNC Greensboro. Uh, refereeing has been a problem this year. Uh, the block charge called 
they're calling way, way too many charges. Uh, some other, you know, controversial calls uh, throughout the season. Uh, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, the referees, you know, stop calling these block charges because it's just it messes with the flow of the game. Uh, you shouldn't be rewarding flopping. They have been, and uh, you know, the victim of it in this game was UNC Greensboro. Uh, but anyway, good win for East Tennessee State to win at UNC Greensboro. Uh, they definitely look like maybe the class. Uh, can throw Furman in there. Furman did beat East Tennessee State. Those two, uh, maybe the class of the SOCON. Uh, so good win for East Tennessee State there. Uh, moving on, Alabama took care of Mississippi State. Not too much to discuss there. Mississippi State, I don't think, is a good basketball team, so... Not a huge win, but still uh, to win by 21 over a decent SEC team. Uh, that's always good. Pitt went on the road to the Dean Dome, uh, 173-65. Good win for the Panthers. Uh, they might be in the NCAA tournament discussion. I still think they're probably NIT bound, but uh, winning at North Carolina doesn't hurt, even though... North Carolina is a pretty bad basketball team at this point. Uh, moving on, Kansas, uh, they won 79-53 to at Iowa State. Uh, they were hot in this game, uh, made a lot of threes. Uh, so good win for the Jayhawks on the road. Uh, Seton Hall beat Xavier, a 371. Seton Hall pretty much was in control throughout the game. Xavier made it kind of close late, had a chance... Uh, late to tie it, uh, and a bit bounce here uh, went against them, and uh, Seton Hall escapes with the win. Uh, moving on, Illinois won at Wisconsin, 71-70. to uh, Illinois is all of a sudden looking more and more like a tournament team. Good win at the Kohl Center. Uh, that's a tough place to play. Apparently not for Illinois, though, as they escape with the win. Uh, Auburn beat Vanderbilt a 379. Uh, the Tigers, you know, they're they're undefeated. They still have yet to play, you know, really anyone good. NC State or Richmond are probably their best wins at this point in the season. Maybe you qualify or qualify Mississippi State as that uh, best win, but uh, you know the Tigers, they're undefeated. Give them credit for not losing, but I still want to see them play uh, some better teams. Uh, moving forward, LSU beat Arkansas 79-77. to uh, Good win for the Tigers. Uh, Arkansas looked really good. I think you know this was kind of a game I was expecting the Razorbacks to kind of you know begin trending back down towards mediocrity. Uh, they did not. They they compete with LSU, uh, have a chance late to win. Uh, didn't go their way, but still a good performance from Arkansas. Good win for LSU. Uh, and then the last game, Duke beat Georgia Tech 73-64. to Georgia Tech was in the game, had a chance to win, but Duke pulled away late. Moving on to Thursday's games, Wichita State showed that they're, I think probably at this point, the favorites in the American uh, they beat Memphis 76 to 67. 
Uh, double overtime was needed, but Michigan beat Purdue 78 or 84 to 78. Travion Williams had a huge game. Uh, good for him. Uh, you know, Purdue, they got kind of blown out by Illinois. I think maybe that does say more about Illinois than Purdue at this point, uh, but a good bounce back. Uh, even though they lost, uh, still a good performance for the Boilermakers. Uh, Oregon uh, proved that they're uh, probably the team to beat in the Pac-12. They beat Arizona 74-73. There was a controversial no-call late that you know kind of got the buzz, but still a good win for the Ducks. Michigan State beat Minnesota 74-58. A uh, solid win there. Stanford beat Washington. Uh, Gonzaga beat San Diego. And then the last game, St. Mary's and a wild one. Beat BYU 87-84. Good win for the Gales. Uh, that will wrap it up for uh, the reactions to this week. Moving on to pick them. I've got the Ken Palm spreads here uh, you know, all lined up. So there will be some picking against the lines. What I'll do is I'll you know, go through the games in the order that they happen uh, in you will pick against the Ken Palm spread and uh, also pick, uh, although there's two Friday games, so I'll pick those against the actual spread. For the Saturday-Sunday games, I'll pick against the Ken Palm spread uh, that he has available. Uh, so we'll get into that, uh, and then I'll pick the actual winner of the game as well. Uh, so Friday... Iowa is one point underdogs playing a home game against Maryland. I'll take the uh, Hawkeyes uh, to win at home. I think you know playing at home will make a difference. Maryland, you know, I just I'm still hesitant to trust Mark Turgeon to win a road game. Uh, he's struggled in the past. I'll take Iowa to win a home game. Uh, also on Friday or tonight. Butler will play at Providence. This should be a big one. I'll take the Bulldogs to win on the road, but uh, whichever team wins this game, you know, has a you know inside track to win the Big East outright. I think Providence keeps it close, but Butler has been the better, tougher team throughout the year. I think they win this game. Uh, now moving on to Saturday's games, uh, Ohio State will play at Indiana. Uh, I'm going to uh, continue selling any Indiana stock I have at this point. I'll take Ohio State to win and cover the three-point spread. Uh, moving on, uh, decent game. Wisconsin will play at Penn State. Uh, I think, look at Penn State. I think they cover at home against Wisconsin. It's a four-point spread. I think they win. Probably by about six. Uh, moving on to the big game, uh, Baylor will play at Kansas. Uh, the Ken Palm line has a Kansas minus eight. I'll take Baylor to cover the eight-point spread. I think that's just a little bit high. If it were maybe at six, I would lean the other way. I think Kansas wins the game. Uh, should be a fun matchup. Uh, we'll see, you know, is Baylor's front line really all that legit? 
uh, going against uh, Azabuke McCormick inside for Kansas. Uh, Baylor's defense, you know, I don't expect a big game out of Devon Dotson. I think Davion Mitchell shuts him down a little bit. Uh, we'll see if the Kansas guards can make the shots like they did against Iowa State the other day. Uh, the other big one uh, in the Big 12, I guess, uh, Texas Tech will play at West Virginia. Uh, I'll take West Virginia to win uh, rather handily. I think Oscar Shibway uh, just makes it kind of a comfortable win. Uh, TJ Holyfield really, I don't think, is built to slow down Shibway inside. Uh, so give me the Mountaineers to win this game rather handily. Uh, the big one in the Big East uh, on Saturday, Marquette will play at Seton Hall. Uh, Seton Hall is favored by seven. I think Marquette stays in this game, uh, has a chance to win late. Seton Hall will win, but uh, I'll take Marquette to cover the seven-point spread that there is. Uh, moving on, DePaul will play at St. John's. St. John's favored by two uh, in the Ken Palm line. Uh, I think St. John's... Actually, I'll yeah, I'll stick with St. John's to win that game. Uh, you know, kind of a close one. Uh, and whenever the line is three or less, uh, I usually just go with the team I think is going to win the game outright. So give me St. John's. Uh, another one, Syracuse will play at Virginia. I'll take Virginia to win, uh, beat the Orange. Uh, it's 60 to 53 projected score. Uh, I think Virginia probably wins by nine or ten. Uh, playing at home's a you know factor. Virginia already beat them, you know, held them to 34 points. So give me Virginia in that game. Uh, not you know not buying any Virginia stock, but uh, I guess selling uh, any Florida or. Syracuse stock that I have, I'll be selling all of that. Uh, give me Virginia in that one. Moving on to Sunday's games, uh, Michigan State will play at Purdue. This has Michigan State uh, favored by two. The way they're playing, I think the smart choice would be to take Michigan State, but I do like Purdue at home. Uh, give me the Boilermakers in this spot. Should be a fun game. Uh, I think it'll be rather close. Uh, we'll see if Cassius Winston makes plays delay. Uh, but give me the, just personally, I'll take the Boilermakers to win this game. Uh, Michigan will play at Minnesota. I think Minnesota is an underrated team. Marcus Carr's been, you know, off and on, but when he is on, he's one of the better players in the country. Uh, give me Minnesota to win at home. Uh, and the spread's won, so. I'll take Minnesota to cover as well. Uh, the last one one to get into, Utah will play at Colorado. Should be an intriguing matchup. Colorado is uh, favored by 10. I think Utah covers that spread. Utah, I think, is underrated uh, just when it comes to in the spot. I think Colorado wins, but Utah covers. Uh, so give me uh, that pick. And that will wrap it up uh, for the game predictions. Uh, so thank you again for uh, tuning in to another edition of the Making the Madness College Basketball Podcast. 
I'll be back here to react to all the games uh, later this weekend, uh, so stay tuned.